Welcome to Empathy Always Wins, the world's exclusive youth leadership podcast focusing on empathy and wellness. Today, we have an extremely unique guest from Egypt. Hannah Sadet is a passionate humanitarian and philanthropist. She is the founder of Naya, an online platform that supports community engagement and collaborations that are in line with sustainable development goals. Naya was founded late 2018, a community platform for philanthropy and development. It serves to help causes better market themselves and their cause, spreading awareness, making available opportunities for donation or volunteer work, and better reach individuals, organizations, or companies who are ready and willing to give their support. Nea's communal ecosystem is composed of individuals, small groups, global businesses, corporate organizations, NGOs, as well as social service agencies. Nea is an Arabic word of origin, translating to meaning one's intrinsic intention to do good. The platform acts as a tool that generates a more socially sustainable and aware community, growing from one's own individual intrinsic value to do good. It's a vision-driven platform. Naya builds on the awareness and the drive of millennials and Gen Z who want to make a difference. It is the jumpstart to youth integration channeling the potential of the civil society through a vision to generate active awareness and bettering the standard of living for future generations. Before pursuing Naya, Hannah worked at the UN Development Program, working on programs such as the Behavior Insight Program to improve the delivery of social care for children in Egypt. Hannah continuously looks at ways to be part of the community and is currently part of three organizations, the Business Women of Egypt 21, Rotary Egypt Cairo Royale, and the Global Shapers Giza Hub. Each organization strives to make a difference and impact with a driven cause. Without further ado, I'd love to welcome Hannah Isadet to the show. This episode is brought to you by Empowering Media. Empowering Media is a Canadian boutique social media agency delivering results to purpose-driven changemakers and social enterprises in our global community. Hashtag create to empower to join the movement. Thank you, Hannah, so much for coming on. Empathy always wins. Um, yeah, I'd love to know a little bit more about what you do on a day-to-day basis with Naya, and if you can describe uh, who you are a little bit uh, informally to our listeners, that would be great. Hi, Ali. Thank you for having me on board. Um, I'm really excited about this, and uh, I'm always uh, supporting new ways we can get positive messages out there and to get people more engaged. Thank you. Um, I'm going to try to make this really short because I don't want to really talk much about myself. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm uh, one of those people that just really wants to help out uh, in, in, in any way, shape or form. Uh, I love giving back. It's something I've been doing from a really young age. And I realized through my work, through... Um, the different volunteering opportunities that I was doing personally as a hobby, that there was a sort of a gap in the market. And um, I wanted to link people up because I wanted more people to be able to do good and know what's out there. Mm. What, was, what was the spark of all that? When was it that you realized, in, um, yes, this is what I love doing and, or this is what really fulfills my heart? Because you do quite a lot, Hannah. You do way more than your 
than your average, not only Egyptian, than your average uh, global citizen, I would say. Um, thank you. Um, actually, let me first go back to your other question. I think we'll answer it. Um, so what we do on a day-to-day basis, um, I personally, well, first of all, uh, we've been continuously building a database for all the different uh, charities in need. And charities, I'm not just talking uh, big NGOs, talking the small hidden NGOs. Uh, we go down in the street, we, we, we enter orphanages, we see what they need. Is, a, is it an in-kind need? Is it a financial need? Can we help support? Can we support through collaboration? Now, Naya is all about collaboration. We're trying to get, everyone can give something. You know, it's not about giving your, your, your money or just time that, to look good doing charity. It's about everybody knows something and everyone's talented in their own way. And we're, we really try to pull people together, people that can do activities, people that can shed awareness, people can that also educate about sustainable development goals. So we see how we can engage all these people that are in need. Um, so there's obviously the meetings and, you know, the office work, but we, uh, we try to be on the go. We try to visit sites. You know, we go outside of Cairo to small villages. We go meet women that can't leave their homes, that do handcrafts to see how we can help them further. Um, I actually, um, I've always wanted to, to uh, give back. Uh, I've seen it through my family, but I've also realized at a young age, I started to realize the difference between my life and the life of some kids out on the street as I would drive by or I'd go to school. And then, uh, actually, I've never shared this before, but um, one day I just parked my car and I got out of my car and I went to this girl that uh, lives in, in, in the street around where I live. I just went down to her and in the beginning she was so shocked, you know. And I started telling her, what's your name and how are you and what are you doing and what do you like to do? And I realized then and there, after me and her sat and talked um, for hours actually, and, and now she's my friend, um, that there is a gap and that I relate to people in a certain way and I can communicate with people in a certain way. And I just knew since that day, all I wanted to do was help out. Wow. That's, uh, I mean, coming, you know, how we're both Egyptian, we can definitely relate to that, right? Driving in the streets every day, especially when the gap, uh, the inequality gap is pretty, pretty, pretty big. Um, first of all, thank you for sharing that. That was a, that's a, a great story. Um, what, what, what would be the moral of that story to anyone, to anyone listening out there? Um, uh, well, ironically, I want to say empathy, uh, just because a lot of the time we, we don't think about other people We're we're a bit numb, you know, life is fast and everyone has somewhere to go or something to do. And I think it's very important that we, a person needs to just stop for a second and put themselves in someone else's shoes, you know? Yeah. say something kind uh, help someone out in a way it doesn't have to be something big but you know just a little really does go a long way like today I still talk to this girl I've seen her grow up it's been years I've seen her own transformation you know as a human being and you know sometimes when I'm driving and she's 
in, in the street working, she just, me and her just say hello. And we, we, we just make small talk. Like, you look great today. Uh, where are you going? Because they want her direct life. Doesn't mean they're not involved in some way. And I think everybody needs to think about their own community. Yeah. That, that was, that was personally, Hannah, that, that story got to me. Uh, I remember something that similar that happened with me growing up as well. Um, and I think that, you know, once you start, uh, the question maybe, maybe, maybe becomes a little bit, you know, um, you don't really know what is, if it's your family that helps you become a little bit more empathetic or, and then, you know, in previous uh, episodes, we've discussed that, you know, we're, ha- we're hardwired to feel f- for other people. But in the hustle and bustle, of course, sometimes you, we have to take a moment to stop and, and absorb how we really feel. So I really like how you mentioned that. Um, how, about, how, about, uh, how about talking about the challenges of entrepre- social entrepreneurship? How have you managed to, I mean, you've built Naya uh, as a very unique platform in Egypt and... Uh, as a social entrepreneur, how do you manage uh, the challenges of of, of Naya and, and and what what presents you along 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 the road? Well, Ali, I'm um, I'm not gonna lie to you. It is hard uh, because as social entrepreneur, I think in Egypt there's more awareness about it now. But in general, entrepreneurs are just businesses, and they generally just look at making money. Mm. So showing that social factor and selling that social factor is is key because it really takes um, some pushing and you really have to put yourself out there and the message out there and to show people that it's needed and it's necessary and that this is something we need to move forward to and it's not just about the next big business, you know? Mm. Um, I'm actually very happy to have a social enterprise now because there's so much more awareness in Egypt whether it's the environment or uh, food waste and what we're doing, Nea, we're a pioneer in the market and I'm just happy to be able to take this risk and to be able to show people what we can do. Can you touch a little bit more on, on, on how you're a pioneer in the market? I know you, you've mentioned that you sometimes visit women outside of, of, of the city, outside of Cairo, and, you, and, and, and you're involved in many activities that, that empower them and, and, and you hear what people have to say. Uh, but can you touch a little bit more on how you're pioneering um, the social change making in Egypt? Because I do believe that um, what you have to say could really help our, our listeners out there take that same message and take these actions and incorporate them in, in, into their own either countries, their lives. Uh, I believe that your message is, is, is very important to be heard. So how, how have you been, a, how have you pioneered that? So there are a lot of NGOs in Egypt, um, but there are only a few that people know. Uh, when we started, um, it was difficult to tell people that we're not an NGO and that we're a social enterprise that is a service tool. Um, instead of using I, I was using we. Um, we chose to be a fa- facilitator for charities, for people, for people who want to go volunteer, for people who want to donate their items. So what we are presenting is a full-on service that that closes the cycle of giving back. So we have the volunteering opportunities. You can sign up and register. 
We have in-kind donations that we take it from your doorstep and send it to a place in need. We have online donations. We do CSR work. We have a social causes. I'm proud to say that Empower is with us. Um, so we help raise awareness on social causes, uh, needs. And this is something that hasn't been done. No one's tried to build that database. Someone's tried to link up all these people. No one's tried to create this need. It's just an individual basis. The NGOs go about their work and people just go to where they know. And it's only a few places. But there's always been this question mark of where else can I go? What can I do with my money? Where should I send my stuff? So what we're trying to do here is we're trying to bridge that gap. And it's tough, but it's worth it. Yeah, and it's also worth saying that uh, when someone has the naya, i.e. the intrinsic value to do good, when naya's, the word naya is translated in Arabic, they they essentially can can pick up the phone or, or visit your website and or call you. So that's I, f- I find that when I when I personally f- first first heard of naya, that was uh, the first thing that came to my mind. So that was a great uh, marketing, and uh, I love the message there. Um, and we're gonna touch on something right now. So. Uh, on the show, empathy always wins. Of course, uh, we touch a lot on the theme of the show, which is empathy. Um, how does empathy play a role in your life as a socially conscious leader, or how do you incorporate empathetic leadership in your style of leadership as a as a female entrepreneur, as a female social entrepreneur? Um, well, I'm actually going to answer this in two separate uh, ways. Um, so. If- I talk about my personal empathy. Um, I think the first thing you need to remember, and I think I I just want to be really honest because honesty is key here. You need to forget yourself. When you're talking to someone that that is in need, you don't know how they feel because you're not in need. So you need to listen, you need to understand, you need to learn. And you owe them to learn their way of life. You can't just come in as an outsider and leave. It's, it's, it's not okay to give someone false hope. And this is the one thing that I always touch on. Don't promise anyone anything that you can't give them. And you really need to be very sensitive to people's feelings. And you really need to understand wh- where they're coming from and their struggle. And that's the first thing that I tell people. Like anyone on the team, if they cannot handle a, a certain situation, if if they don't feel emotionally capable, they need to take a time out. They need to walk away from the site, from the place we're in. They need to go sit in the car, but they cannot in any way uh, react in any way that's inappropriate. They, can, they do not have the right to be emotional, you know, because these people have a harder life. Sorry for them. It's not what they want because they're, they're, they're still standing on their feet. They're still trying to help their families, you know. And in the same time, it affects you because you feel bad because sometimes you feel very privileged and you realize that you live in a very sheltered um, environment. So the first thing that I always say is actually to, to be kind, to be empathetic and listen. You listen first and then you give next, but you don't walk in giving. And everybody has their own measure. Everyone has their own measure for uh, kindness and patience and empathy. And not everyone needs to be the same. But 
for me, there has to be a certain baseline because that's where it starts. When, when, when Nea started, what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring back the human element in, in everyone. Mm. That's why we used common name. That's why it's something that comes from the inside. And that's why also our branding is black and white because we try to, we're trying to um, let people remember that charity isn't something that's seen. It's not something that's done in a like glamorous way. It's something that comes internally. And usually you find when people volunteer, when they give their time and they give back, they, they learn new things about themselves and they discover new things about themselves. I always tell anyone on my team, the first six months, you're going to change into a different person. And then afterwards, let's see who you are. And it happens. Everyone finds themselves in something. And I've actually found that some of the team members are taking on their, their own causes. Like when we talk in, in the meeting room, they're advocating for their own cause, you know? Wow. And it's good because you start seeing people caring and people really, you know, trying to push for something. And that's, that's what makes in my team really you see what they're pushing and they're thinking and they're thinking outside the box and they really want to be the first person there wow and i really try to support them if that's something they really care about <laughs> you know we're gonna have enough uh <laughs> enough the record conversation after we're we're done the show here because the way you're nurturing change makers is incredible and uh uh, there, there's so much to be, Yani. There's so much to be discussed here in terms of how can we influence and and not force other people to go out of their way and and do something. And and the fact that you've not only done that, but you've you've transformed people uh, in ways that they haven't imagined. I think that's that's where the true uh, power lies here. And I think that uh, yeah. Before we head into our last question, I, I just want to say again, thank you for for coming on, Johanna. I know this is, uh, it's, quite, it, it's quite a challenge to be put on the spot and to answer quite sensitive questions, but I think that uh, we're having a talk that really needs to be had here. And I think that it's really about time that we open up uh, as men and women uh, on, on empathy. And I think that, you know, everyone's so busy having extremely you know, extremely high achievable goals. And while they're realistic and while it's great to dream big, I, I think that the message here is um, win every day, like win, win yourself over, give back and, and really reach out to the people you love every day. And I think that with, with your message of, of uh, being kind and, 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 and taking understanding first, uh, I think that's really a key takeaway for, for, for our listeners here to understand that, you know, poverty and, 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 and privilege um, and, and many other themes that we've discussed here can, can really enhance the way we, yani, we see life once we start seeing things differently. And uh, it brings me to this question. If, the, if you could name one life-changing lesson Neya has taught you about giving back, and by Neya, I mean the legacy that you've, built and not necessarily the social um, the social enterprise that you've built your naya what would what would it be what would that one life-changing lesson that naya uh, taught you be about giving back um i know this is gonna sound a bit uh, funny but uh, i learned strength i learned when you're strong and you can really deliver 
then people really believe in hope and people really see the outcome and it's it, it's just magical it's magical being able to say i can do this and i believe in it and following through right away wow <laughs> so is that uh, another way of saying when you're vulnerable you're actually in hindsight the strongest that you can ever be uh, i guess so <laughs> <laughs> you see where we're going right you see when you put yourself out there you see when you put your heart on your sleeve i'm i'm i get a lot of slack for that as well you know from from a lot of my friends uh, it's kind of like well, why are you why, why are you putting yourself out there why why do you talk like that why why do you show people your true colors and i'm like guys because if i don't do that people won't realize that you know uh, this is in in hindsight actually strength I, i think that what you've said here about authenticity and you can't fake promises um that you can't give this is also true i mean the worst thing ever is to try to fake something that you're not and then people realize that you know you break people's um, hope uh, that they're existing hope in the world so i think that with that being said um if you'd like to include the, anything uh from our question segment yana you're more than welcome to but once uh, we're done we're going to be heading into the fireball section which is uh going to be a very entertaining segment i'm going to put my one minute timer on my phone right now and i'm ready ready go for it if you have anything uh, anything you'd like to throw out there before we before we hit the fireball segment um well actually just because this is an uh, an empower uh driven cause i do want to touch on one point um if anything that i've taken away it's that you really need to and this is a message for everyone actually everyone somewhere else in their own head and everyone somewhere else mentally and it's really important that we each hear each other and we give everyone a chance because you don't know what the person is going through so yeah that's it <laughs> mm. no i love the message i love the you know it's sometimes you just need to hear that from someone cuz these things we kind of all have at, at the back of our heads right but i think it just takes someone to say that and to bring it to your conscious mind and realize that this is what actually someone like you does for a living and there's a reason why some why, why we need someone like you um to do what they're doing for a living right we really need that we really need that in the world and what we're trying to say is we're not trying to make everyone this sensitive empathetic like to the uh, times 100 type of guy or type of uh, girl or woman um we're we're trying to really incorporate a little bit more of that into someone's life because as you said just in 6 months doing <laughs> doing a little bit of uh yani charity work involving giving back has can can have a profound impact um so with that being said it's it's all about how can we include empathy and have a much more empathetic approach to people uh, through leadership um and i always say as change makers because everyone that's listening to the to this episode is 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 listening because they care about about others they 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 care about social not not only social change making they care about empathy and and they care about winning through a very honorable uh and a unique and distinct way which is again my why behind calling people like you on the show i feel that 
we're so immersed in a culture that you know is such a hustle 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 bustle culture that we forget our humanity and i think that our humanity is our root uh, our root cause of success one once i have a very empathetic approach to people anything i've ever gotten in my life personally was through being nice and being me and being connected with people i have never closed a sale i have never gotten anything i've never gotten a yes because i was charming because i was charismatic i've only gotten yeses and 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 have gone places just because i was able to connect with people just like you when you connected with that girl uh that was on the street because you felt inclined to understand and when you have this inclination to understand people i think people will see you differently even if other people say otherwise they will stand up for you because connection is is what we're hardwired truly for and uh, i mean that's my response to what you had to say um, no i i i agree completely i think we all just need to stop thinking about how fast paced our life is and we need to start connecting like reconnecting i guess to each other and and thinking about our our own environment and our and our and our own community and if everyone just did that then the world would just be a much better place okay one last thing because you've actually sparked an idea in my mind uh how would you think i'm trying for 2020 my my thought and my mind last night i was thinking about this thought and i want to have a uh, a way to incentivize people to have their own to have their own cause for 2020 because 2020 for me isn't just another year it's a, it's a start and it's a beginning of a decade how can we incentivize people to take action uh, in whichever cause they believe in uh, just as you've done do you have any ideas any tips that we can uh, do to insinuate that I mean we can uh, get people to share their own experience. I think people like feeling involved. Um share something about your day that relates to the cause that you care about. Something that you see in your direct environment or something that you did. Um that awareness alone is big because it's self as well. Mm. Um I would say try to be more involved in activities that Uh, support the cause mm. whether it's a marathon or helping someone in a school or at work definitely um find a way to be more involved mm. uh you could even raise awareness in your office yeah that's a really good idea that that so that would be great if people even started sharing you know there's there's someone actually that did this and um there's a person he's uh I'm not going to mention names. He's about almost uh, 60 now. But he's been doing the same thing for 20 years. Every time he meets someone new, he gives them a pencil, a new pencil. And the pencil has his name on it. So everyone he's met has been given a pencil with his name on it. That way they don't forget it. Wow. So if you just had a cause on that pen or the pencil and you just start giving it out to make people more aware, and something that they they use then i think that in itself would just even make a small change wow okay well we're going to continue that off the record uh because that's something that i i i truly believe in with all my heart but for now let's jump in the fireball segment are you ready i'm ready I'm okay ready. okay let me just adjust the timer on my phone perfect we have 1 minute and we're just going to fire questions right at you and 
you have to try to answer as many questions as you can in, in that one minute time frame. All right, one, two, and three. Okay, what's your biggest fear, Hannah? Time. What's one cause that's very important to you? Education. What's your favorite sport? Golf. What's your favorite color? Uh, taupe. What's your favorite time of the year? Autumn. The fall leaves. <laughs> favorite motivational speaker? Oof. Uh, oh my God. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if you could... If you, if you could be one thing in the world, what would you be? What would you be? Oh, I would. Um, I think I'd be a hippie. Favorite book? Um, Tuesdays with Maury. Your biggest role model? My uh, is my dad. <laughs> Time's up. Time is, Time is up. Yeah, that was really good. I could, I could, I could sense that you were uh, getting tensed up there. That was really good. I mean, I was freaking out there. I thought there were gonna be more. <laughs> Rush through them. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, you see, I, 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 that's the part when sometimes, um, when when I fire these questions at, at, at guests, they. Some questions they they don't anticipate, and, and and usually you're you're very comfortable because I I briefed you before the show, and this is what we're gonna talk about, and uh, let me know if there there's anything that we shouldn't talk about, etc. But with these things, it's kind of like holy shit, I'm, I'm right on the spot. You know what I mean? And with every yeah. guest, they have this moment where they're like, I'm not too sure if if I want this on, <laughs> if I want my hesitation on record, uh, but I'm like. Guys, this is this is why I'm doing it. So um, again, again, thank you so much for thank you for for uh, you. You have to have fun, right? And part of part of really being serious and doing really meaningful work is is including play in it. And that's really my my motto in anything that I do. So with that being said, there's the reflection segment right now. This is going to be one question that I'll be asking you, and. Um, it's 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 a sort of uh, reflection question on your life and uh, and yeah let I'll just dive deep into it. So if you could go back to if you could if you could go back in time to the fifteen year old Hannah, what's one thing you would tell her that you'd do differently? Uh, I would tell her to dive deep into being more involved with other uh, causes. I mean, I started pretty young, but I was always very hesitant about really embracing it and embracing who I am. Um, and I think what I've told myself is I would have owned up to the voice inside, I guess, and really just maximize every experience I, I can to nurture it. Have you said um, no's before? So is, is owning is owning up to that inner voice by saying, is it by saying yes? Or is it by going out of your way? Or is it by simply, um, like how exactly would you, would, would you take? I mean, saying yes, uh, embracing who I am instead of hiding it, you know. Uh, I've always done this in private, uh, giving back, and that's the way it should be. But I think 
when I really started sending the voice, the message out and lay out, I realized that uh, I needed to raise my voice. I needed, I, I shouldn't have been hiding this whole time and that I can really make a big difference because I've really been in and out of this, like no one, like no one has, you know? Mm. And I think that people really need to embrace who they are. What about, uh, I know you, uh, you, you're, you're, you just got married very recently and uh, what, what's one thing you would tell your, 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 your future daughter or your future son on embracing themselves? I think that's a question that was just impromptu, but uh, with, uh, with what you've just said right now, what's, what's, how would you go on about uh, shining your, your future kids light or yeah, your future kids like to embrace who they are. How would you go on about that? If people out there are listening and aren't too sure how they can do that, how would you recommend that to them? Um, look, I'm not gonna say that I would give them advice, but I think what I would do is I'd listen. I'd see what they're interested in. I'd see what ideas that, what crazy ideas they have, what places they want to go to, and I'd let them go. I would let them try things, learn things. Um, because that's the only way you discover who you are. And I'd really try to shake up their, their own world, even if they're not ready to, because you only really get to know yourself and learn who you your comfort zone. And I think me as a parent later on, I will try, for example, to take a, a family trip that will be an eye-opening experience not just a nice family trip you know mm. try to make them see different cultures different people different segments of life different uh, social classes definitely out you know mm. it's gonna be one of the things they need to do uh because i think also the generations the younger they're brighter they're seeing more so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna start as soon as they can speak <laughs> Uh, it's it's so beautiful to hear that from 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 someone that is and i consider a, a young social entrepreneur and a change maker and i think that this is the message out there i think that you know if we were to dive deeper into the minds of our our, our, our earlier generation uh yeah i mean the, the generation that came right before us i think we we are growing at a very exponential rate and and you are right and hearing sometimes things that people say at a younger age it it really instills hope and uh, so so that's that's what i feel when i talk to you so thank you Hannah. now onto the last segment of the show this is the legacy segment um and i'm just gonna go straight right to it in a hundred years time what would be the title of of your book if you were to write a book and what would be written on the back matter of it? Uh, oof. I want to say... You know, I, I would call it... If it's, in, if it's an English title? Or can it be Arabic? We'll, we'll go for English then Arabic. How about that? Uh, okay. Uh... If it's English, I'd say uh, behind Naya. Okay. Uh, and if it's Arabic, it'll be insane. 
which means one person. And it's because of Insania, which means humanity. But it's my story, so I'm one. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> Allah of God, that's really nice. What would be uh, on the back matter? What would be the blurb? I mean, I'm, I'm dreaming here, okay? So just Go don't, for it. Go for don't it. Don't judge me. Uh, I think it would say uh, so inside um, inside the life of uh, a philanthropist the ins and outs of every street in Cairo Alexandria Fayoum Egypt, the the untold stories, <laughs> something like that, and maybe something about um, a foundation that helps millions of people. Wow! Now you know why you're on the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I really, Thanks. really, 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 really appreciate it from yeah, deep down. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a pleasure and I hope is eye-opening to anyone or interesting enough to get them to think about their life. I'd like to hear your thoughts on our conversation with Hannah. Please feel free to tweet at Ali Salama or email me at alisalama at gmail.com. That is A-L-L-Y-S-A-L-A-M-A at gmail.com. It's always such a pleasure to have you guys on the show tuned in to a message that we all really need to be hearing. Empathy isn't just about winning in our professional lives. Empathy is really about connecting and feeling human again with those we truly care about. I'm also going to be dropping a link below so that I can involve whom you would like to have on Empathy Always Wins. So please feel free to send us a message with the names of guests you would like us to feature and have on the show. Again, have a lovely day, guys. And always remember, in life and in business, empathy, true empathy and connection always wins.